Joined by Joe DeLeon and Jake Fire on this third. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get to the Point. <laughs> Sean taking my exact saying once again. I don't know why you keep doing that. Get your own saying. That's fair. Get your own okay, saying. Okay, I get it. We took a week off uh, due to some circumstances. Uh, but uh, So maybe I'm a little rusty on the open there, Fire. I'm sorry I infringed on your bit. But to touch on that, uh, last week we were trying to get a former teammate, uh, Sean Antoine, on the show uh, because he's a big advocate uh, for uh, African-American rights, and uh, he's huge in the Harlem community. Uh, he was. Uh, we tried to get him on the show because we're all friends with him, close with him, uh, just to talk about the recent issues in the country and the, you know, because we have a platform, we want to share that out, and we're still in the process of trying to get him on the show, so this isn't us saying he's never going to be on and we're never going to be able to touch on this. But he's also literally uh, creating all of the uh, peaceful Harlem protests. Like he's one of the big dogs in charge over there. So he, yeah, the main he organizer. he's obviously too busy to come on to uh, get to the point, uh, rightfully so, because he is doing much bigger and better things than uh, sitting here and talking about uh, trying guacamole for the first time, which I will double back on to. Uh, <laughs> but yes, we are trying to get uh, the best man in. Uh, for the job on the show uh, to discuss this uh, just because we think that would be the best service to our listeners to hear it from him and his thoughts on it uh, being so inundated with that community and inundated uh, with the protests and civil rights. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled uh, for him on the show. It might be a one-off. It might just be uh, having him on the show for a 15-minute segment to talk about it. Whenever he has time, we're going to try to get him on. And that's the deal. We're not flaking on on the coverage. We're not we're not afraid to talk about it. We just want to do it right. So uh, mm -hmm. stay Absolutely. tuned for that. And uh, also, if you want to find out some more about Sean, he does a, a ton of you know really great things, especially on his social media. He's also in the the media industry as well. I really encourage you to follow him on Twitter if you want to just be more educated on the issues that are going on right now. At Sean Antoine uh, I I is his handle. And he tweets and retweets a lot of really good stuff, a lot of uh, you know really good uh, insights and information regarding Black Lives Matter and the issues that we're dealing with last week. And I honestly, I'm, I was glad I was following him and uh, being able to have access to all the information that he was he was putting out. But I think we can all agree here that you know last week though was just a a really good time for us just to sit and listen and understand and learn their perspectives of people that we've worked with, people that we play the sport of football with and just yep. try and understand the things that they've been through because realistically none of the three of us can ever fully understand what what any of them have gone through fire did you have something to say about that or should we just uh, get rolling here no yeah i mean none of us can fully understand you know what it's like to be judgmented or discriminated against because of the color of our skin but you know what's going on in our country needs to it needs to change and you know sean antoine is a big part of that effort to change what's been happening. So, you know, we support Sean and everybody else that's uh, taking a stand against what's going on and hope to get him on the show and talk more about it. 
Well, uh, that's the plan. And in terms of uh, supporting another Sean, the two of you uh, have not, um, in the case of really pushing for me to try uh, guacamole for the first time in what I'd say about 10 years. Um, I did try it. It was at a restaurant called Los Bandidos in Clarksville, Virginia. And legitimate establishment. Legitimate establishment. No? It's the best Mexican food restaurant in the in the county down there. Um, it's delicious. And then my my whole family likes guacamole, and they got a big bowl out. And I said, okay. Tableside guac. I, I just I have to do this for the show. So I got my chip. I, I'm sure all of you saw that. <laughs> and I took a, a pretty conservative scoop of guacamole. And then, you know, bite into it. I'm chewing it, but I'm getting a lot of lime and jalapeno in it, which I definitely enjoyed. Uh, the rest of it, did not enjoy too much. Really didn't. Uh, I think that my chip was compromised because of how well that they made it with the um, the other partners in the, in, the, in the business that is that uh, bowl of guacamole. Uh, so I think if it's the standard mashed avocados, maybe some onions and tomatoes, not in at all. I'm still staunch. But that's Joe. not that's not that's not standard guac though. The just mashed up avocado. Mm. The concept of putting lime and lemon in there and different things adds to the flavor. Yeah, it adds. I the can kick. understand exactly. I understand maybe some people don't like the texture of avocados, but the point that the reason why we were so thrown <laughs> off vile. by you saying you don't like guacamole is because it's it's completely different from avocados. And the flavor of it is incredible. Okay. Uh, and if you don't, not if, if you don't like the lime, if you don't like the lime and the citrus that's squeezed into it, I love it, the lime. Maybe try the it with lime the lime. Is the best part. Right, well, the, the lime and the jalapeno are the best part. Have you had chipotle chips? A lime is like citrus chip scooped with guac. It is a game changer, Sean. I'll get you on that wave. Have don't you worry. ever seen a baby's diaper? Uh, that's sure, what guacamole yes. is is resemblant of to me. The, nope, the fillings nope. of, a, of a baby's diaper. It looks like that Sean, when it gets oxygenated. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. But when it's green, no. Sean, we're flying over the big issue here, though. Why did it take you so long after we asked you a month ago to do it and record a video? It required you being at a dinner setting with your family to do it. This wasn't something you planned. No, no, no. Fire went and drove... To go find pork rinds to contribute to content. That next We asked day. one simple thing. The next day. We asked one simple thing from you, Sean. What was that? Go buy some guacamole or let your sister make you some. Go to a restaurant and eat some guacamole and, and record it. You instead waited a month and then did it. Okay, so I don't even know okay. if this you is two, valid. No, no, because no, no, you, no, no, no. you two are actually like this is Santa it. Claus coming to, to the house on January 25th no. and skipping out on no. Christmas. The, yes, I don't no. do a whole lot yes. of grocery part, shopping yes. at my house. And I didn't really feel like springing a couple of my bucks for this baby paste that I'm, I'm going to eat one bite of <laughs> okay. and not go back to. All right, Sean. The worst part about it is that you were you're lazy and you waited it to be com- convenient for you. Once it was in Thank front of you, you, you were like, "Okay, I'll do it. I'll do something for the show now. Now I'll do something." When it was in front of you, but you didn't go out of your way to make that happen, did you? I'm sure if you said to your mom or your sister or your dad, "Hey, I have to go buy some guac for for something," 
can you give me a couple dollars? They probably all would have been like, yeah, sure, because we'd like to have some guac in the house. But again, instead, you chose to be lazy and you I told my it. sister, I have to get I have to get guac. And she said, oh, I'll make some. I, I, I love making guac. And she always makes guac. And then for the whole month, she didn't make guac once. I can guarantee That's, you there's at least one member of your family that ate guac in your household during the past month. Can guarantee mm, you. No. Oh, that's a <laughs> that would I've be an seen interesting claim. Zero traces of it, and we have been uh, tightly knit here in the Anderson household the last couple I months. I demand. You have seen receipts. any traces of it because it's been eaten and it's gone because it's so good. I demand receipts from the supermarkets <laughs> when your family has gone. We need proof. Because if we find one avocado or guacamole, it may have been some avocado receipt, toast that you're was done. Made, but never a uh, oh, that's, uh, never that's never not guac. The same. That's not the same. Okay, so that's not the same. You get a pass there. Okay, you get a pass. You get a pass. <sighs> you, guys are, you guys are killing me. That's like saying Speaking scrambled of, eggs versus over easy. Just not the same thing. You know, it's both eggs. Well, you know, eggs, both avocado. Eggs are food. And guacamole is like ugh. avocados. <laughs> okay. Both extremely edible, but yes, I get your point. All right. Speaking of things that are, are gross and untouchable, um, I received oh. a, a very interesting text from Sean earlier, and I got a crack out of it because I've been berating Sean on his uh, his his weight gain. It hasn't been traumatic. I haven't had a gain. If anything, uh, I've just stayed admit, the same. Yeah, but you've been drinking a lot, so you're getting a little I haven't, fat. I haven't drinking. Right? You told me you were getting fit. Yo, don't oh, tell me. Oh, you're okay. Me what I said is the love handles are still an enormous problem. The thighs and ass are still a problem. Uh, the gut <laughs> has gotten better. Everything else, same old issue. Okay, let, let's go ahead. let me go ahead. Uh, lead into this. So <laughs> I've been uh, an ass with berating Sean about his weight and telling him things like girls are eventually going to stop talking to him. Just because he's tall, that's only going to get him so far. So I got a text from Sean this morning while I was running and said, also, how fat do you think I have to be where I can't get hot chicks? Because yet again, last night I outkicked my coverage. So it brought up a really interesting thing I wanted to talk about is how fat could Sean possibly get to the point where his 6'6 height that, that really buys him a lot of extra leeway to the point where he'd be out okay, of position. Can I preface this? Can I take this away I, real I'm, quick? I'm, I'll let you two go on to see how fat I need to be where I can't go on a date with a very pretty girl uh, onto, the, onto this. But just for reference, okay, last night I happened to have gone out to dinner with a very pretty girl, and we came back home, watched the movie. It was all good, very nice, and then I wake up today, and I look in the mirror. I'm like, how in the hell? How in the hell? Did she even think uh. about coming over here? It, it baffles me. So I'm just <laughs> I'm right. racking my brain all day. And I text Joe because I'm thinking, how fat do I need to get to where they they, I, they, they just completely stop talking to me? They'd stop yeah. calling. <laughs> all right. Well, let me, just, let me say this, Sean. Mm -hmm. I think that no matter how big you get or how small you get, there's always going to be some girls with some kinks out there. Oh, so, you know... <laughs> There's always gonna, plenty of fish in the sea. I think Keith is the, the fullest example of that. Yeah, I mean, people people are attracted to many different body shapes, types, you know, you know what I'm saying? So there's somebody out there for everybody. And, you know, Sean, 
I don't think you're big. Why does he? Why is he patronizing me? Why is he patronizing me? This is worse than saying, <laughs> "Yeah, you're five pounds away." I'm not. This is this is so much worse. I was trying. You're to You're basically nice. telling. You're saying Sean is a fetish. Is what uh, you're telling us? No, I'm saying you can you can get. <laughs> right, I did God. not did not mean to get there. Did not. That was not my intention. I was just trying to say, you know. I don't know. Plenty of fish in the sea, Sean. Anybody can like anybody. All right. I'd like to at least address okay. this. Sean, though, how how heavy are you right uh, now? I think I'm... And how heavy were you when football ended? When football ended... ended uh, well, okay. Football ended or when I left school? Uh, left when you school, left school, I think I was 322. Really? Oh. Okay. Because that's heavier than you yes. usually were. Okay. So what are you now? Okay, so you've yes. lost weight. Okay, right, it's still Sean's also, Sean's also a it, Sean's also a huge human being, and he holds his weight human being and holds his weight really well. I so. appreciate that. That's fair. Unlike me, um, fire. Then, if we were to to guess here, Sean is six six. Girls obviously like tall guys, like this the height that Sean is. Sure. How heavy would he have to hit? Where he would be completely untouchable. Most, uh, it's got to be in the fours. It's got to be in the fours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking 360. I think I, I. If we're being just a not overly aggressive and being generous, giving Sean a little leeway, I think 360 would be when when things are pouring. You know, no, when they're hanging I, a little too much. I'd say the moment he hits four bills, that's just pack it in. Okay, that's it. If I could put my own hat in the ring here. I actually think it's 345 because it stayed off of my face oh. decently well. And if you're, if you're, yeah, if I'm sending a picture of myself to somebody, like chest up, that's solid. I'll take that. I'll take that all day. But once it starts going to the face and the chin, I, I'm, I'm done. No, it's going to be zero responses and it's going to be major change time. Sean, so are you're you a beautiful human you're- being. <laughs> Are you admitting your catfishing no, 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 by no, not no, no, no. showing no, the lower no catfishing. <laughs> no catfishing. They see my Instagram. There, there's no catfishing on that. There's plenty of tub on that Instagram. There's plenty of, of face in, in that Instagram. All right. So, I love yeah. that picture of you and your dog sitting in the park. Oh, you like that one, Fire? Yeah, it's a very little, it's a little go-getter. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, okay, well, thanks uh, for – okay, so – Thanks for, for that and bringing that up, Joe. Um, you know, you made it into show You're content. Welcome. And if someone wants to put in a – you know what? No, I'm not going to ask for tweets on that. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Colin, please Colin, tweet at us. I swear to God, <laughs> do not tweet. You'll get the unfollow, and I, I might I, I might block Colin Sutrick. Um, <laughs> oh. Colin will say it out of love. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah, because he says that you're bald out of love, right, when you have a full head of hair. Hey, I take it he hasn't berated uh, you. That's true. That is true. Um, let's keep it that way, Colin. All right. Uh, well, we are blessed on this show with a very interesting circumstance, uh, which is two. It's, it's an anomaly. Two of the hosts on this show share the same birthday, which is tomorrow. And if you're listening to this tomorrow, uh, today, uh, the twelfth of June, is a birthday shared by both Jake Fire. And Joe DeLeon. Uh, Joe will be turning Woo! 22. Jake will be turning 21. 
Uh, so indeed, I get a text from Joe today that says, or you know, how about we do a trivia game because we both share a birthday and we want to make this day all about ourselves. So we're gonna do a trivia game. Um, uh, Joe, you want to explain unfair. it a little for the for the listeners here because this is your game. Well, no, but you were saying that we wanted to make the show about ourselves. I was just saying let's capitalize on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. But the the goal of the game that we're going to be performing is that Fire and I have accumulated 10 total facts about the, each of us. So five about me, five about Fire. And what we're going to do, they're all scrambled up. We're going to read the phrase without saying who the fact is. And then Sean Anderson over in Virginia has to guess if it is either Joe or Jake Fire. I'm I'm betting you don't get over five right. I'm betting. Oh, there's no way. I Dude, this is a tough. good mix of Jake, questions. You've been my teammate for three years, and Joe, I've lived with you for three years. Okay? So You you don't know you, you don't, don't know, know some of these though. You don't, you don't know. know some of these. The a bunch of them fire played a really smart game here because he picked things that he knew would stump Sean. Yes. I'm going to get us going, and then Fire is going to do the second question. All right, we'll trade but off the f- each one. Yeah. The, the first one, Sean, this person has been suspended from school. Who is it? That's Joe. <laughs> oh, ding, 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 ding. He's one for one. That's right. All right, one for one. All right, number two. Announced lacrosse games in high school. That was fire because Joe played lacrosse. Oh, oh, oh no! Two for two. <laughs> two, for two. Oh, you guys, in for it. All right, number three. This person was invited to an Xbox friends, someone they met on Xbox, their wedding. Oh boy. Okay. Well, I know fire. I'm thinking about how Fire would call in to the um, radio stations with a fake name. So he's definitely been on Xbox and been a friend for a while with older people. How does that? How does? How does it's that just how my mind's working here. Um, Xbox friends pull, okay. uh, wedding. Uh, Joe doesn't have many friends. I'm going with Fire. Oh, oh my, my God. God! Three for three. It was my. Wow. It was my FIFA friend in our pro club league. I've known the guy for like six years. He's from Georgia. Good oh, guy. Very nice. All right, go ahead. All right. Did not attend his junior prom. Junior prom. Um, I know about Joe's senior prom. I've never heard stories about his what? junior prom, and I believe that fire. Mm, I'm going with Joe didn't go to senior uh, junior prom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my four god! Four for four. four. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess we underestimated Sean here. Okay. All right, number number five. This person won the home run home run derby in their little league. Mm. It can't. Uh, that's fire, right? That's fire. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Jesus. Of course. Yeah. Five for five. I was, I was like, Keep I them was, coming. I was Sammy. I was Sammy Sosa. All right, number six. Quit look this person quit lacrosse because it was played during the heat of the summer and this person was young and chubby and shaped this person's thighs until they were raw, thus forcing them to quit the game of lacrosse at that period of time. Oh, I don't like that final statement of at that period of time. Oh boy. Uh, cause I could see a chubby young Joe 
quitting because he was getting uh, chafes because he has very sensitive skin and he only takes cold showers. And th- and thick <laughs> thighs. Uh, but also, um, <laughs> Fire. I've never heard anything about him playing lacrosse. Is that because he quit? Can I hear the last two sentences of the question again? It's all one sentence. I'll read it again. Please. This person quit lacrosse because it was played during the heat of the summer, and this person was young and chubby and chafed this person's thighs until they were raw, forcing them to quit at that period in time. I'm going with fire because of the baby powder. Oh, my God, dude. I did not think you were going to get that. Oh, my God. That's... Wow. I know Fire has, right, has tender seven. thighs because he always has baby powder in the locker room. Always. He's the guy to go yep. for, for uh, baby powder. So just quick, that's quick, a good, that's a little good bit, point. A little bit of background, number six. <laughs> I, just, I added, the, I added the, the for now part, but that ultimately ended my lacrosse career forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm six for six. All right, number, yeah, number seven. This person did not start drinking, meaning they had never drunk before this period of time. They did not start drinking until they turned 17 and blacked out the first time they did. I think we might have them here. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going with fire. No! No! no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you we got that. We got one. him. Oh, there goes the streak. This next one, we're definitely getting him fire. All right. Number eight has previously owned an anti chafing stick. <laughs> Is this. It? Okay. You guys are giving me like a trick question here. Um, That's the point. You know what? I'm going with fire again. Has previously owned a... Uh, no, it was Joe Okay, again. but has fire... Oh, fire oh, have you I owned hate, a... Pre- I hate... I hate... <laughs> go ahead. I've owned many anti Oh, so that doesn't six. count? <laughs> oh. Oh. That doesn't count. I don't see that one. Don't Joe just put it no in? No question. But that was my no fact. No questions. I'm still uh, six or seven. Was, that one's a... That one's a DQ. That one's going in orange. Of course orange. he's an anti-chafing okay. uh, All right. Number nine... This person played five different sports all the way through his first year in high school. Um, Joe played football, lacrosse. Um, I don't think uh, Little Fatty ever did track. I, I know that fire, <laughs> football, I know he wrestled in the spring. He probably played baseball. And then in the other, he might have done some type of uh, shot put or cross country, uh, so I'm going with fire. Played five <laughs> sports. No, that one was Joe. What five sports did you play freshman year? Uh, no, not my freshman year. I said through up until my freshman year. So I played up in through middle school up oh, until my God. freshman year, where I had to stop at three sports. So I did football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, and then hockey. I forgot about hockey. Okay, but also yep. We're counting just that. Those are basically extracurriculars before high school. Okay. okay. Whatever. Well, you still got it wrong. So. Was my seven for nine. Okay. I'm still wrong. Yep. 
All right, and the last one. This person was young and unathletic and figured out that the shortest distance to run on a basketball court was three-point line to three-point line, <laughs> thus becoming a sharpshooter behind the arc. This is annoying. Oh, my God, this is annoying. Um... <laughs> uh... I can remember Fire saying... Hey, here, ball me. I'm a sharpshooter. I remember him saying that in Mackle uh, whenever we had the volleyballs, but I also remember him bricking. Uh, I've never seen Joe pick up a basketball, but the the, the shortest line-to-line really? line thing makes me think it was Joe. But the problem is you both were short and tubby uh, when you were kids, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. God. <laughs> Sharpshooter. This is to go eight for ten. You mean, you mean seven for nine? Oh, uh, yeah, because we're not counting that one. So this is to go seven for nine. I'm going to finish it off with fire. Yes, oh, you are right. That was me. All right, so he finishes seven for nine. Let's go. Better than we expected. I am a sharpshooter. I, I, you guys, you guys wanted to say, "Hey, yeah, Sean's not going to do well on this." I, I know more about both of you than you surprisingly think. Surprisingly well. I think I know both of you way better than you guys know me. Ah, uh, uh. Joe. Yeah. No, I think I know you. You, you talk a lot. I, you, I know you better than well, you yeah, know me. I guess if I'm asking you questions of how fat I need to be. To, to where girls stop responding, you probably know a lot about me. All right, well, obviously, um, I, I, I should stop saying obviously, and I should stop saying that this is a sports show. But if you've been with us since the beginning, you understand that this is a sports show. So we're at least going to talk about... It took them this long. <laughs> we're going to at least talk about probably the most, or the biggest news that um, has surfaced in the sports world. Uh, which is that sports are, uh, we've been covering this every single week, uh, the latest developments of sports returning, but now we finally have a plan of action, and the NBA got the let out. They said, hey, we, we need this, we're going to be playing this, and I think they did it in the most brilliant way possible. We have 22 teams returning to play, and they could have immediately sent it to the playoffs. They, they already had the seedings right, but they are going for an eight-game regular season in Orlando, Florida, in the Disney Complex, to uh, allow the the teams uh, vying for the seven and eight seeds to uh, finish off their season to see if they can make the playoffs. So I like that they are not scrapping other teams uh, just because uh, of the the, the virus uh, deadline that was proposed on everybody. But uh, I think that this is probably the most uh, genius way to, to go about this. So I personally really enjoy the uh, the way that they've been going about it. Uh, I enjoy it uh, because maybe now I'll be able to cut some NBA audio for work. Uh, how are your guys' uh, feelings towards the NBA's plan of action and your now anticipation level for it to come back? Well, I think that it'll be um, extremely interesting, interesting because obviously playing at this neutral site takes away, you know, the home field advantage aspect to the NBA, which we all know is huge because, you know, the officials, you know, they give most of the calls going towards the home side and, 
you know, home field advantage in the NBA is one of the most significant advantages that you can gain in professional sports. I, there is going to be feel no like, more Drake take, in the sidelines in Toronto uh, messing yeah, with players so I'm, or anything I'm like just, that. I'm saying, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like by moving it to a neutral site, we will just see pure basketball. Interesting. We'll just see basketball, and the better team will win. I, yeah, I understand that logic, and, and I'm a fan of analyzing things that way. But there's a couple things issues that I have with it, though. Is first of all, they waited too long to make a decision, and they also chose to push this off until way too late. There's going to be too many games played to the point where it's going to be competing head-to-head with with college football, the NFL. There's going to be PGA going on at this time. I, I just don't understand why you would go ahead and do that when you're basically testing to see if fans are willing to tune out of a, a regular season football game to watch the NBA playoffs, to which I say... I don't think that's going to happen because I can tell you I and there's a lot more rabid football fans than there are basketball fans that are going to decide to say, I'm going to watch this football game. I'm going to watch my team play or Sunday night football rather than watching this uh, conference final or uh, NBA final game. It just the timing of it was poorly planned. And I think that they're just trying to say to themselves, we're going to fit it in. We're going to do it whenever we'll be fine in terms of ratings. But you have to take into account who is playing and when. There's a reason why there's different seasons for all of the sports. There's a reason why no one ever tries to go head-to-head with the NFL. We've seen teams try to do that. There's a reason why no one watches the NBA at the beginning of the season because there's still football going on. Terrible timing. They needed to have shortened it. They needed to have done maybe less teams. This thing should have started in the beginning or to the middle of July and then ended up at the very uh, at the most end of September or October. I actually, I think, sorry, October is when it's actually finishing, but the end of September is when it when it really should have okay, gone. Okay, Joe. Though. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, first of all, you're cranky about having a, a once in a lifetime opportunity to have uh, possibly the NBA Finals happening. Uh, it, it, the culmination of sports returning all at once is going to make probably two months of the greatest sports that we could have ever seen, especially because with baseball, it's not going to be the dog days. It's going to be every single game matters. And the schedule that I have here, June 22nd, coronavirus testing begins. Okay, so that's 11 days from now. June 30th, training camp training camp begins in home markets. Okay, they need to get back in shape. July 7th is when all the teams travel to Orlando. July 31st, the NBA season resumes. So basically, you got August and September to find to find your champion. October 15th, NBA Draft 2020. October 18th, free agency begins. So it'll be a month of football, basically. about month of NFL football. Also, that'll be going with deep NBA playoffs. Also with uh, pivotal NBA, uh, MLB games. And who knows what the NHL is going to do. If they start up the playoffs whenever, or if they just start the playoffs, uh, then it will be the best two months of sports ever. Ever. There, but that's not what I'm arguing. Be, I'm not arguing too much sports to talk about. Too much sports to talk about. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not complaining. Oh, there's going to be too like many it, sports yeah. on. I'm saying that the the NBA, in their perspective of being a business, they're losing out on ratings. Why would you plan something Everyone's like this? Losing out on I'm not ratings. talking in a fan's perspective. The June 22nd is a pretty I just, good date to have for for every player and every uh, person needed to to operate basically a massive NBA tournament to have uh, coronavirus testing. They've been talking about this. They've had two to three months to figure this out, and this is the plan that MLB's they come up with. MLB's still waiting, brother. They could have... 
Well, they they're have their own slapdick their operation. They are. Yeah, because okay. they have their own slappy operation. The prorated salaries and the it's just the they're the worst. The MLB. Oh, I can't stand the MLB. That should be the sport that is playing actively right now. Yeah, but, I have a little bit of beef with that because it's probably the least. It's probably the sport with the least amount of player on player uh, touching. Or even every player is like twenty feet apart on the field, except for the catcher, the umpire, and the batter. And if you have to put a mask yeah, on, put the catcher like, and the umpire. Yeah, exactly. You could yeah, put the catcher and the umpire mask. The, that's not. That's fine. You could do the and, robot and, and, umps too. And okay, Joe, don't get me started on that. Robot umps. I never want to see them if they institute robot umps. I'm out on baseball. But I mean, the pitchers are throwing away the balls every three pitches, anyways. So uh, baseball should have been played. You could have had fans. You could have had not fans. You could have fans and. Every two seats, fans of baseball games are—they're not like uh, football fans in Philly that are throwing up on each other. It's mostly older people <laughs> that are just there to watch baseball. You go to a baseball game, you see about twenty old ladies just listening to the radio, watching it in person. Everyone else is just there with their families. If you're with your family, you can get a group of seats. If you're not with your family, then you could sit. You could block off two seats. Whatever. Uh, and then everybody has a hot dog per inning (laughs) but okay baseball should have been started by now but obviously uh they they completely fumbled every every bit of the bag on that one uh but joe i I think the nba had a much more complex system that they had to deal with especially going into the i mean can you imagine how many arguments there were about just start the playoffs or have 22 teams in to do a, a an abridged there were, there were probably a ton of them. I just think that this this plan that was instituted that it, that is going to be going into effect is something that sh- that it's outdated, if that makes any sense. This is a plan that would have made sense two months ago when things were a lot more critical. Right now, things are look pretty good right well, now. The wave, and brother. the heat in the summer, that's before the second wave, but the heat in the summer is helping keep things down, keep things calm. And we're understanding how to treat it. I think that this is just too untimely, and they waited too long, and they're they're thinking as if it was a month or two ago. Joe, that Joe, is my issue. Every single person in our national government has been criticized, criticized, criticized about uh, about um, how they have mistreated this entire virus. Okay, they have been they have been uh, just destroyed. So these corporations and these sports are saying, what is the best way where we don't get the whole, we don't have 25% of our, of our players or coaches going down with the sickness, okay? I, I have to give them credit for actually coming up with a plan that is reasonable and still relatively timely. And four seconds doing? of silence. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you were going to say something after that. I guess not. That's on you, man. What else was I going to continue? I, I ended you. it on reasonable and timely. Go to the next topic. Well, none of us were responding. I don't know I why you wouldn't have responded to that. Stare. I didn't know I had the last word, but now I'm glad I did. Because we were done Whatever. talking Whatever, about dude. it. Whatever, God, we were on a good roll here. Oh, no, no. Someone else could have said, Mark I agree, it. or something like that. You know how fire does. And then I could have gotten into our NASCAR. Okay, topic. but just throwing whatever, in an "I whatever. agree" is, okay. is stupid and unnecessary. Our second bit of sports news in this episode. Thank you very much, DeLeon. Uh, is NASCAR has recently uh, decided? I think they did yesterday or two days ago to uh, ban um, 
Confederate flags from being um, waved or used or present at any NASCAR events, uh, which drove one driver, Ray Cicerelli, um, to announce his retirement uh, because of the recent ban of the the flags. Um, He has been outspoken about those who kneel during the anthem and and those who oppose the Confederate flag. Um, I mean, this guy's a real loser. Uh, I think he's a, a, a just a loser. Um, he retired with zero wins, which I think is just it, it, it's you know that's the cherry on top that this guy couldn't stand to drive in front of the most uh, the most rabid fan base of any sport it, it maybe in the world. I mean, it's it's, it's the second biggest sport in America uh, based on ratings uh, per event. Uh, and this guy didn't want to be in the limelight because some uh, freaking losers had to had to tack up a two two hundred year old flag that represented nothing but uh, bullshit. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on Mister Cicerelli? No, yeah, he sucks. Well, well, the, he sucks. I yeah, mean, like, it, it, like, you see a pit. Oh, go ahead, fire. Like, like good riddance. Like get out of the sport. Nobody wants you there anyways. Like you were irrelevant to the sport of NASCAR, and you will continue to be irrelevant in your life. So. Bye-bye. And I've never heard of this guy until he decided to make himself public exactly. for announcing his retirement. But in, in general, I don't know how it hasn't been banned already. I don't even understand how the Confederate flag is is still a symbol that is used. I, I was listening to Undisputed this morning, and um, Shannon Sharp was talking about how he, you know he grew up in the South, and people down in the South really have a completely different perspective on it to the point where us from the North probably won't fully be able to understand that perspective and how they treat it. But I don't understand how you can support something that was a cause towards essentially continuing, actually not even essentially continuing slavery. That was all that flag meant. That was all the purpose of the secession was, was to continue slavery. So how in, yeah, keep going, Joe, keep going. Well, but I, I was just saying, how in 2020 are you still waving something? That is that is all that it can mean at this point, where we take things very deeply and we analyze a lot of things and people still analyze things. How could you still confidently wave something like that that has something so vile connected to well, it? Well, Joe, you could drive 30 yeah, minutes it, south it, of me and see a, a 75-foot Confederate flag uh, just waving uh, on, on a massive highway. So it's not you don't have to be from Birmingham, really? Alabama to just see it every time you want to go down to Richmond. It's an abomination. I don't know how it hasn't gotten taken down from everywhere by now. Go ahead, fire. I'm sorry I stepped on you. I forget what I was about to say, but I'm pretty much just going to say like anybody that still believes that the Confederate flag should be a thing is just they need to be I don't know, they need to be spoken to about what's right and what's wrong in this life. Learn some history <laughs> if you still support it. Well, they support their own history. It's like you just—they're they're wrong history. They're—they're they're antiquated, uh, uh, dumb dick, fat neck, sweating out of your ass crack history. Okay, <laughs> that, that's the history that they support. All right. Um, well, to wrap this show up on m- maybe a more uh, light note, we are going to get into our uh, shower pissers. And this week, hopefully, uh, if you've been tracking us and our shower pissers endeavor up to this point, uh, we are now onto the all-time NFL safety list for shower pissers. Um, I'll get to mine uh, because uh, you're going to want to hear what Joe and Jake's were 
after this. Um, mine was Lawyer Malloy, uh, former uh, safety for the uh, Falcons and the Patriots as well. Uh, he was a badass, and he didn't care what anybody thought of him. He would level you, and he was awesome, and I always picked him in NFL Street 2. Uh, he was an awesome player. I don't think he could give one damn about what you had to say about anything. So he is my shower pisser. Uh, you know, you could have gone with like, uh, who else? You could have gone with Steve Atwater, maybe. But uh, Steve okay. Atwater, he's just a hard hitter. I don't think he's much of a shower pisser. Malloy, definitely a shower pisser. Fire, you got to go because I messed up. I picked the wrong position. Okay. Uh, so my shower pisser safety is the hardworking Ross Ventrone. And no, I bet you none of you know who that I is. Don't. He's a special teams guru, played for the Pats, played for the Steelers, played for the Browns. Probably could have guessed that. Came out of Villanova as a safety, if you guys didn't know that. And he is an absolute stud on special teams. I don't think he still plays anymore, but when he did... He was an absolute madman. He's got the Troy Palomalu haircut going. Just guy loves to just go full speed, full tilt every play. And you know he's pissing in the shower. All right. Well, Joe, just pick like right, Darren I, Sharper I, or I something to, and admit that you don't care about shower pisses. I had anymore. to sw- I, I, I do. Fired. I made I a mistake. I thought I thought it said cornerback. We did cornerbacks last week, and juiced. I picked Mel Blunt, and you picked Adam I Pac-Man was, Jones. I was so juiced up about how I, I, I had the perfect pick because of the guy's nickname. And I'm not even going to say his name because it's it, it, it hurts me too much. Um, I'm going with a pick that's going to make Sean really upset because it was really last second. Um, and it, I, I think I ended up picking him for my in-season I one. Uh, I want to I, – I, you know who I'm going to say? I'm going to go with Eric Weddle. Oh my god! Do you hate that? Is that a bad one he's for me? Doing a quick search, I mean, he's like one of the he's like he's one of the most respected but players a- in the league. Everybody gives him. Uh, it, it's not like he was ever the best but safety in the league, but facial. so many people appreciated him and what he did. I mean, players, yeah. you know, emulate him, and he, he's been nothing but a an upstanding citizen. Never said one bad thing about anything. Like, no but attitude. My logic no nothing, is not even a goofball. He's my, not a goofball. My my logic is is that the overgrown facial hair Ugh. it's kind of it's it's not like it's a a, a very well groomed beard oh, either you don't it's know about very beards. long all right have you seen this <laughs> incredibly well groomed beard of, have you seen the video of Eric Weddle I'm done. on sound effects he's coming off the sideline he gives him Marshall Yonda high five and like Yonda smashes his hand and Weddle is just like ah, I, I, have, I have I have oh, seen that oh god and that guy does not piss in the shower. It's based off of that story. Joe, so, yeah. boo. Um, uh, I wish we had ended our all-time list on a higher note than that. Um, but it is what it is. All right, everybody. That was the show. Um, guys, are we doing the media dump this upcoming week? We want to do that. Uh, yeah, we'll Alright, we'll do the that. media dump next week You don't know what it is yet, don't worry about it You'll see it next week um, As always, you can follow the show On Twitter at GTTP Podcast You can follow myself on Twitter At Sanderson Radio, Joe on Twitter At Joe DeLeon, and Jake on Twitter At JakeFire54 
um, feel free to leave us a uh, review or a five-star rating or whatever you want to do on iTunes. Uh, and you can find us anywhere you're listening to. If you like the show, tell a friend. Um, and, and then just, you know, that word about stuff really helps us out. Uh, you get listeners. Um, Colin Sutter, bring it back a bit. Uh, but other than that, we're all good here, guys. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. That's the way it goes. And all the federales say They could have had him any day They only let him hang around out of kindness, I suppose Well, after he can't sing the blues All night long like he used to The dusty poncho bit down south Ended up in Lefty's mouth The day they laid poor poncho low Lefty split for Ohio And where he got the bread to go Oh, there ain't nobody knows And all the federales say They could have had him any day And only let him slip away Out of kindness, I suppose Tell how Pancho fell Left his living in a cheap hotel The desert's quiet and Cleveland's cold So the story ends, we're told Pancho needs your prayers, it's true Save a few for Lefty too He just did what he had to do Oh, now he's growing old Could have had him any day Only let him go so wrong Out of kindness, I suppose A few great federales say They could have had him any day They only let him go so wrong Out of kindness, I suppose